Hey everyone, Ellie here wishing you another happy week, another happy Friday. For this week's piece, I wanted to talk about a story that I think has slid under the radar a bit. I honestly forgot about it until I was reminded of it just the other day. As always, I love to hear back from you, so let me know what you think. Send your thoughts to letters at cafe.com. We're going to start today with a quiz, and you will be on the clock. So get out your phone, click over to the stopwatch function, and give yourself a 60-second countdown. You ready? All right, here we go. Quick, name the three people who are currently acting as special counsel for the U.S. Department of Justice. Right, Jack Smith. That was the gimme. You got number one. You should have about 58 seconds or so left. Okay, on to number two. TikTok, folks. Did you get David Weiss? That one's a bit of a trick question. He's the Delaware U.S. attorney who somehow spent five full years investigating Hunter Biden and nearly entered into a misdemeanor plea deal, only to suddenly reverse course last month and request special counsel status, which was granted by Attorney General Merrick Garland. If you got Weiss, congratulations. You're right on top of the news, for better or worse. Now, how about special counsel number three? You've got maybe, what, 30 seconds left if you're good? Want a hint? Think classified documents, not Mar-a-Lago, Delaware, Corvettes. Okay, now you probably got what this one's about, but can you remember the special counsel's name? And the answer is, drum roll please, Robert Herr. Did you get it? If so, then either you work in the national political or legal media and you have a steel trap memory, or perhaps you actually are Robert Herr, in which case, Mr. Special Counsel, drop me an email, I'd love to interview you. Her, you'll recall, was named special counsel by Garland to investigate President Joe Biden's possession of classified documents back on January 12th, 2023. Since then, her and his shop have maintained public radio silence, and we've learned virtually nothing about his investigation. Note the contrast here between her's case and Jack Smith's. Even before Smith indicted Trump twice, we saw almost daily media scoops about his strategic maneuvers and secret grand jury proceedings. Heck, CNN, where I'm a senior legal analyst, full disclosure, CNN reported on Smith's most important piece of evidence, the audio of Trump waving around classified war plans at Bedminster weeks before it was ever featured in his indictment or other public filings. That's not necessarily to suggest that Smith or his team have leaked. Information could well have come from others, including targets and witnesses and their lawyers. The point is that we've known an awful lot about what's going on behind closed doors in Smith's case, yet from or about Robert Herr, nothing. So what can we discern from the sparse public record about Herr's case? We still don't know for sure, of course. It's okay to say that, as we talked about last week. But we can glean clues if we look closely enough. Herr has been at work for over eight months now. Thanks to an official statement of expenditure, we also know that Herr's office spent precisely $615,962 from inception through the end of March, including $300 on office supplies, which seems eminently reasonable, maybe even low. This, folks, tells us, well, nothing. Now, eight months seems, well, not inexplicably excessive, but it's starting to feel a bit long in the tooth. There's no science behind this. Different prosecutors move at different speeds, and sometimes investigations take longer or shorter than initial expectations. But we do have two relevant guideposts here. First, 
It took almost the exact same amount of time, eight months, from the appointment of Jack Smith as special counsel in November 2022 until he indicted Trump on the Mar-a-Lago documents and obstruction case in June 2023. Less than two months later, in early August 2023, Smith brought his second Trump indictment for 2020 election subversion. So, measured against Smith's work, her seems to be taking an awfully long time, given the comparatively narrow set of facts in his purview. If Smith could bring two complex cases to indictment in eight and nine plus months, respectively, it's difficult to imagine why her would need eight months and counting for his inquiry into why Biden kept a few dozen documents in his garage and his long abandoned private D.C. office. It could be that her just works way slower than Smith. That happens. Or it could be that her ran into some unexpected and publicly unknown complications. Second, we know that the Justice Department opened an investigation of Mike Pence's possession of classified documents at around the same time as the Biden inquiry. But DOJ formally closed the Pence case without charges less than five months later. Different prosecutor, not her. So while the Joe Biden and Mike Pence cases looked similar on the surface, two former vice presidents, both in possession of classified documents, apparently largely inadvertently or unknowingly, her has now taken nearly double the time it took DOJ to complete and close out the Pence case. Both of these comparisons, to Jack Smith and to the Mike Pence case, would give me pause if I was representing Joe Biden. I wouldn't be outright worried. It still seems like the most likely scenario is that Biden lacked criminal intent as to the classified documents. But I'd be thinking about making a little exploratory call over to Robert Her. Hey, Bob, is there anything I need to know here? At some point, Herr will wrap up his work. Of course, he cannot indict Biden, a sitting president, even if the evidence merited prosecution, pursuant to longstanding Justice Department policy. But under the special counsel regulations, Herr must furnish the AG with a report on his findings and his, quote, prosecution or declination decisions. The AG, in turn, can and likely would make the report public. I can see three potential outcomes here. One, Herr might conclude unambiguously that no charges are warranted. Two, her might offer up a Mueller-esque mishmash of noncommittal bureaucratic word salad. We can't charge him with a crime because he's the sitting president, and I would exonerate him if I could, but I can't. But I also won't state clearly that I believe he did commit a crime because he can't be indicted, so he can't defend himself. Or third, her could state unambiguously that he believes the evidence does support criminal charges against Biden or somebody else, but he can't charge now while Biden holds office. I've intentionally presented these potential outcomes in descending order of likelihood. I'd still be stunned if her came out with anything but the all-clear option, number one, that we just discussed. But the longer this drags on, the more radio silence with it, the more I'm wondering if we could be in for a surprise. Joe Biden heads into the heat of the 2024 presidential election with a simmering range top of pending criminal and other inquiries. He might well get impeached by Congress as unwarranted on the known evidence and politically self-destructive as that may be for House Republicans, the extreme wing seems intent on forcing the issue. Hunter Biden seemingly will soon face at least one felony indictment from DOJ on a gun charge, and David Weiss didn't seek special counsel status to leave it at that and go home. And Joe Biden might lose a little sleep about whatever Robert Herr might be up to. There's no comparison between the conduct that landed Donald Trump with four indictments and whatever Joe Biden has done, even in the worst case scenarios for the current president. But Biden is not sailing into the 2024 election without cause for lingering and growing concern. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe and stay informed.